0: Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, friend. I'm so excited you're here. Okay, today's episode is taken from a webinar that I did about writing your freaking book. So I combine things like the most common fears and doubts and hesitations I hear from people, aka excuses. Um we talk about like navigating fear. We talk about the pros and cons of self-publishing, as you guys know um, may know, I've pub- self-published. Two books now, and actually three, two of them being journals, one being my brand new journal that hasn't been released yet. But I know a thing or two now about the self publishing process. We talk about that. And ways to promote your book, because obviously, if you want to write a book, you probably, maybe not, but probably you want people to read it. So you're going to learn a lot in this webinar. There's a lot of practical information provided. There's a lot of inspiration provided. And I share about my brand new mastermind, Permission to Publish, which is where I walk you through the process and guide you. And you write your book with me and with a group of other badass writers. What could be more cool and accountability holding than that? So, listen to the episode, you're going to love it, dive in, soak it up, I love you. Okay, hello and welcome to So You Want to Write a Book. I'm Leah Pardee. For those of you who aren't super into my world and, and don't know me very well, I am a manifestation teacher, a breathwork guide, and business coach for entrepreneurs, and an author a two-time self-published author via amazon so a little bit about my book writing journey my entire journey of my business online really started with writing and it's something where i grew up loving books loving reading loving writing always thought like maybe i'll write a book someday you know um but got into like a you know into a career in sales and didn't really have any creative outlets like that in my life and at one point um, about four years ago, I decided I wanted a creative outlet. I was really learning a lot about confidence. I was teaching my sales team about confidence and moving through fear because that was such a big part of the daily life of a sales rep. And um, I was reading personal books and spirituality and meditation. And I was like, okay, I want to teach this stuff that I'm learning. So I started a blog, and it was just a hobby, you know, just a creative outlet. And I had no idea that it would turn into my entire career. So here we are. Um, Almost four years later. So I started blogging. Um, the blog pretty quickly transformed into my podcast, Bare Naked Soul, and my writing really took over on Instagram and in my captions. And I became a life coach and a whole bunch of other things happened. But then I like I always knew I was gonna write this book. And I for a couple of years had the feeling of like wanting to write my memoir, really wanting to write my memoir. And so um twice. So two times I started writing it and I stopped. I quit. And I had very elaborate reasons. It felt very realistic. It felt like my reasons felt very real. You know, it wasn't the right time and all these other things. And it wasn't until later down the road that I realized that was all just fear. Those were just excuses. That's what happened. And then the third time around, I ended up sticking with it and getting it finished. Um, but before that, I, I self-published my journal, Heal, the Heal Your Ship journal. It's a guided journal. So I kind of started familiarizing myself with the process of self-publishing and all of that. And then um, just this earlier this year, published my book via Amazon as well. So actually I'll announce this now for you guys. I have a second guided journal coming very, very soon. I just got my like copy in the mail today to like proofread it and look at the cover and make sure that all looks really good and it looks perfect. So I'm gonna launch that soon. It's uh yeah, it's a self-love guided journal. So it's really into like the self-worth piece and building unconditional love for yourself. So it's gonna be awesome. And yeah, now I'm like hooked on self-publishing. I think it's awesome. So okay. So it's a little bit about my journey, but I wanted what I really wanted to touch on today is like, I just talked to so many people who like wanna write a book someday or are in the process of like trying to get themselves to write a book, right? And we just, I see so much of fear holding people back. And I recently like learned the statistics, saw this on the internet that 97% of people who start writing their book, a book, don't finish. And of the 3% that do finish their book, only 20% actually get it published now that would have made sense i don't know 20 years ago i mean 20 years ago i don't know before amazon and before self publishing that made sense right you had to you had to pitch yourself to publishers and they're not going to select every person and publish everyone's book but times have changed right we're no longer using typewriters we have spell check like the barriers to entry are not there as much for writers and you can self-publish. And it's not that hard or crazy. So why is it that still only 20% of people publish their book? It's fear. It's fear. And it's a lack of belief in ourselves. So you guys, I mean, for the past four or so years, I've been dedicating my life to teaching people to overcome fears and to navigate fear and to Realize that their fear is an excuse and realize that it's not real, and all this whole process I've been teaching. And I'm really, really excited to bring that into the world of writing books and and helping people with that process. So I want you to think about some of your favorite authors. You know, these people who wrote the books that you're obsessed with, the people who write the books that I'm obsessed with, they're just humans like anybody else. They were afraid, like they had fears they had doubts just like anybody else. They may have started and stopped at different points in time. And think of all the people that, you know, it's like, imagine if they had never written those books, you know, imagine if like JK Rowling, like, well, I'm too scared. There's not going to be a Harry Potter. Like what? You know what I mean? Um, Stephen King, who I'm sure everyone has heard of, right? He's like one of the biggest writers in like horror. Um, it's a little too much for me, but anyways, great, very successful man. He was writing his first book a long time ago and he was pitching it to publishers. This was before self-publishing and he was getting rejection after rejection after rejection, which happens. Right. And he gave up. He decided, you know what? This is clearly isn't meant to be. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. He put the book in the trash can and his wife took it out of the trash and brought it to him and said, Hey, like you're going to keep trying." You're going to keep trying because this is good. This is good work. It needs to be in the world. And so he kept trying and now he's Stephen King, right? So it's not like the only people who feel this fear and feel this um, doubt and all these things, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, well, if it was meant to be, it would just be easy. Well, no, that's not true. (laughs) Lots of things are very challenging and they're still meant to be, right? Right um marriage parenting like there's so many things that are challenging that are also beautiful at the same time and and writing is no different the the arts being in a creative field being an entrepreneur like it's it's all a challenge but that's a beautiful beautiful part of it too so we have to start thinking of ourselves as no different from these other people who are so successful and start to really be honest with ourselves about our fears and start to see them as excuses because honestly, that's what they are. That's what they are. Um, So I wanted to touch on some of the most common fear slash excuses that I hear when it comes to writing a book. And, you know, this is just from being in the industry and and hearing all these people and whatever, and myself, very much myself. So um, one of the most common ones is, but there already are so many memoirs There already are so many sci-fi books. There are already so many children's books, whatever the genre is that you're looking to write. You could definitely say that there's already so many, right? Um, But like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, great. Write yours anyways. I mean, write yours anyways. You know, it's not like people who like, for me, I'm obsessed with memoirs and like i'm not just reading five memoirs and then okay i'm done reading memoirs now i'm not going to read anybody else's like no i'm going to read one probably at least one a month for the rest of my entire life like we need all the books there are 8 billion people on this planet like you know it's we need your freaking book um so that's just one of those it, like i like to say like if if this is if any of these like strike a chord with you that's a really good thing because now you can realize well if everyone else has this fear then like it's probably not real right so another one is like the what ifs like what if nobody likes it and this was a big one for me like what if it's not successful what if nobody likes it what if I get like really bad ratings on Amazon you know or just what if no one tells me they liked it like and that was that one stuck with me throughout the process and I really really had to surrender and decide like I'm writing this book no matter what I'm writing this book For myself just as much for as for anybody else and like the outcome can't be the only thing I'm concerned with and actually I have to let go of the outcome you know and that was um hard but incredibly useful and it was what led to me finishing my book like finally getting it out there but of course there's those like what ifs and fears and judgment and all of that it's just like do you want to write the book or not do you want to write the book or not that is the question right? Um, another one, and people sometimes get upset when I talk about this, but I don't have time. (sighs) Here's the thing. Are some people incredibly busy? Yes. Are many, many, many other people using time as an excuse? Yes. Are some of the incredibly busy people still using time as an excuse? Yes. We use time as an excuse for a lot of things. And I, I'm convinced that it's an easy excuse to make. It's an easy thing to say, like I just don't have time because it gets us off the hook from doing things, right. It gets people off our back. Just, people don't really question it, right? You can just be like, I don't have time and never I'm like, okay, you know, and and it's it just seems we just use it for everything. I mean, I've done so many times in my life where I told myself I didn't have time for things. It was never true. <laughs> like literally it was never true. even when I was working sixty hours a week while getting my MBA um. I still could go to the gym, but I was telling myself, well, I I don't have time to exercise. That wasn't true. I had time for Netflix. So I had time to go to the gym. So I started going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're someone who tells yourself you don't have time a lot, hold on, I'm going to chip my cacao. I think it's finally cooled down enough. So if you're someone who's like, okay, but Leah, I don't have time. Like You don't understand. I don't have time. And then i dare you to open up your iphone or your phone and go to your screen time like how much time are you spending looking at your phone do you have tiktok and instagram and facebook do you allow time for that it's not to like shame people for choosing to spend time on social media it's to say be more honest with yourself because telling yourself you don't have time you're it's just like you, you Say you don't want it. Say you don't want it. Say you're scared of it. Say it's not a priority. But don't lie to yourself, okay? Because if you're if you're like watching Netflix every night and you would rather do that because that's a, like, I watch Netflix every night and I love it. It's a relaxing thing for me. There's things I'm going to not do because I want to do that. That's fine. There's no shame in that. But just be honest with yourself. Own it, right? Bring it to the light. And 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 for people that, really really want this want to write their book you will find time you will find time um i really like the author lily nichols and um she wrote this book and she wrote the entire book she was like a brand new mom with like an infant baby newborn and she wrote the entire book while bouncing on a bouncy ball with her computer with her baby strapped to her chest like that was when she wrote her book okay May might not be the easiest thing in the world, but she did it and it's a bestseller. So just be honest with yourself, okay? The last one is my favorite, meaning I hate it the most. (laughs) I don't know how. Listen, people have been writing books since the freaking, I don't know, 3000 BC, okay? People wrote books on scrolls and on rocks and shit. You have Google, and you're telling me you don't know how. Like, I don't buy that for anything. You could tell me I don't know how to make creme brulee. Really? We'll do you have Google. You could say, well, I don't know how to, you know, fix the light bulb. Do you have go-? like, you can learn how to do anything, you guys? We all know this. I hear this for the most, I hear that excuse for like the easiest things. I'm like, you know, okay, like, building a website. It's not easy. Okay. I freaking hated it, but I am like an absolute, not a tech person did terrible. in like the math and science in school, like really freaking bad. Um, And I figured out how to build a website because I really wanted it. So I sat my ass down. I watched tutorial after tutorial, after tutorial, I cried and I figured it out because I had Google. So just Like, it's just a reminder. All of these are just a reminder to say, whatever reasons you tell yourself for the reason why you can't do things you really want to do, check in with yourself. Do you really want to do it? Maybe not. Maybe you don't really want to do it. That's okay. Maybe you prioritize something else. That's fine. Maybe you um, just need to sit down with your journal and write out your fears and ask yourself, are these really true? Could anything else be more true than these? And just and just check in with it, because that's a big part of the writing process throughout the process of writing the book, because this is going to come up time and time again. What about the cover? What about the title? What about this? Like for me, writing my memoir, a lot of it for me was, what about like things about my childhood that um, have to do with other people, like my family, Right. What about like offending them and all that sort of thing? Like I had to work through a lot of that throughout the process. And it's really just deciding um, that most of your fears aren't true and other ones that are true will make priorities, make choices and decide what you're going to do. Okay, so let's jump into the publishing process. This is a big part of the the thing that people say like, well, I don't know how. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's, you can learn how, but okay, let's dive into the publishing process. So there's two big ways to publish a book. There's self-publishing, which like most commonly is through Amazon, which is what I did. I find that Amazon provides credibility. If it's on Amazon, you know, people want things quickly. People want to use their Amazon Prime to buy books, right? It just, it makes sense to be a place where you're selling your book. Although there's lots of other websites that where you can self-publish as well. Um, but I find that Amazon makes it incredibly easy. They have a really low cost for printing books on demand, which means when someone, I don't have to buy a stock of my books. I have in my house, I have physical books, but that's a choice. But when people go to buy my book on Amazon and they live in Alaska, they, I don't know if Amazon Prime delivers to Alaska, who knows, but hopefully they do. So they go on and they order it. Amazon prints one copy, at a time, ships it to them in Amazon Prime two days. It's really incredible. The printing cost is like two dollars and eighteen cents per book from from Amazon. So they haven't raised that at all in the past year, you know, with inflation and whatnot. So um they make it pretty they make it pretty easy. It's pretty good. And then the other pro the other option is traditional publishing, which is where you are sending your man, your manuscript, or there's different options there. There's different, depending on the genre, you might be sending your entire manuscript, like your finished product. You might be sending um, like a pro- book proposal because sometimes you'll kind of get paid to write the book, like you'll get a book advance. So you're you're creating a, a project, a document to send to, um, to agents and publishers. And there's like a whole process there where um, the agent's trying to get your book picked up by a publishing company where they say, yep, we want to, we want to, you do this. We're going to publish your book for you. And there's obviously pros and cons to both. So let's discuss some of those pros and cons. So the pros of self-publishing are, you can just do it. You don't have to wait for anyone to approve of your book, right? You don't have to wait for permission. You have to give yourself permission that it's good enough. Um, it's, It's simple, it's easy, it's low cost. And you get more money per book. So with Amazon, it's typically 60% um, is what your cut is. So they're taking 30% of profit from your book, each book that sells. So, like my Hillier journals, and say it's $16.99 on Amazon. And then the printing cost is $2.18. Um, 30% goes to Amazon. The remaining 60% goes to me. So I make like $8 per book from Amazon. Like every time someone buys a book, I make about $8. With traditional publishing, it's more like you're getting paid the 30% and they're getting the rest. Like you're you're paying more because they're publishing your book on their platform essentially, right? So you just make more per book with um, self-publishing. Other pros of self-publishing are you get to be in charge completely. And this was really what sold me on it if you know my brand at all, I'm, it's very real and raw. And it's very me. Like it's very, I don't edit my podcast. Like you're going to hear me fumble my words. I don't edit my photos. Like there's, I just, I show up as myself and I have like misspellings all over that. Like who, not in my book book. Right. I like hired an editor and whatever, but in general, it's just like very like real and raw. And with a publishing company, although they might like that, they would want to, they, they're in charge. Like they're going to tell you certain things they want you to change about your book. They're going to, that's going to have to fit their guidelines. And throughout the process, you know, it might come up where you sign on with them and later down the road, they want you to change something and you're not in control anymore. And that's something that I, I really wanted to have like my own total jurisdiction for the book. So um, what other pros are there? That's really all I can think of. Um cons. So these would be the pros of traditional publishing. So a lot like the first one that comes to mind is a lot of bookstores. If you're interested in having your book in bookstores, which I mean, who isn't? A lot of bookstores straight up just like won't take copies, won't take um self-published books, or they strongly like if like they're getting pitched, right? You're a bookstore and you're getting pitched all the time, just like I get tons of pitches people want to be a guest on my podcast. I have to look at, you know, 15 a week and just pick like very few. So they're, they're very much giving priority to books that are traditionally published. So that's definitely one, um, one con of self-publishing. Um, it gives you some credibility, you know, that's essentially what it is. It gives you a lot of credibility and now that's not to say, okay, so I should, I should, um, say something else about bookstores because self-published books can go into bookstores. The success of your book is going to determine that. And it might be down the road when you prove more success for your book that it ends up in bookstores. And you can put your book on like barnesandnoble.com. Um, I'm, I'm definitely talking more about like mom and pop bookstores and like big box stores like Barnes and Noble, like, and, and let's even Walmart, like you're going to need, you could pitch them your self-published book. You're just going to need a lot of credibility to kind of back it up. It's gonna to have to stand out of that pile of self-published books, right? Because if it's traditionally published, the experts have already decided it's good enough. So that kind of makes sense, right? So, I mean, that being said, I know people who've self-published who have their book in stores and, you know, that happens. Um, What else? I mean, that's really the main thing. I mean, so if you are someone who is like looking to do a book tour, traditional publishing might include that sort of, of, um, you know, press, right? Getting your book tour scheduled and doing all of that. It would depend on like what type of publishing company you went with. So there's more of those like traditional ways to, to sell the book. One thing that I, I don't want to say this is all the time, like this is not all the time, but something that I have come across is with traditional publishing. Okay. So thinking of authors, especially in the self-development world, like specifically, a lot of people have a personal brand, right? If you're Tony Robbins and you write a book, it's like, okay, that's a done deal. It's overnight success. It's whatever. Um, So if if you're pitching to publishers and you're writing in that genre, but you don't, but your personal brand is like very small and they want you to have basically want you to have like 20,000 followers on Instagram, right? That's like a big part of what's going to determine getting picked up by a publisher these days, because there are so many people who do have big platforms through podcasts and Instagram and whatever, who are trying to get their books published. So it's kind of, they're going to give priority to that because in addition to the publishing company publicizing your book, you're going to be able to share it to your audience too. Why would they not prioritize that? It makes sense, right? So that's just one thing to know. That being said, I know people with very small audiences who've gotten their books traditionally published. It's not a deal breaker. It's just like one of those things where um, it might be a little bit more challenging if you have a smaller audience, right? So I think that's all the pros and cons I can really think of at this exact moment in time. Um, I mean... I've only self-published. So it's easy for me to be like, this is what I recommend. You know, it was a smooth process for me. I will say, if you okay, let's let's talk about book promotion. Because if you're someone who wants to build a personal brand, which is what I do, I sell my book through my personal brand. I sell it on my podcast. I'm a guest on other people's podcasts. I sell it on Instagram, right? That's like how I promote it. If I didn't have those platforms, no one would be buying my book, right? Like who would buy it? No one would know about it. It could, so if you're someone who doesn't have a personal brand and you don't desire to grow one, that's fine. It may take longer to spread the word about your book. So fun fact, uh, if you know the book, The Alchemist, which is a lot of people's favorite book, I'm gonna take a sip of my cacao. Mm, so good. So The Alchemist is an example of a book where um he I believe it was in South America the author wrote the book and like most books nothing happened for a long time right it was people were you know some people had it in this word of mouth and whatever but nothing really happened much until like a celebrity randomly got a hold of the book next thing you know it's a bestseller but that was 10 years after it was written I believe okay I don't know exactly but I do remember um I think it's like the average length between a book being published and it making the bestseller list is 10 years. So like people write books that don't have an audience and that's totally wonderful and amazing. Books are the long game anyways, unless you already have a big audience. Books are the long game. You wanna get it out there and you want the word to spread and you want it to be organic growth and you want people to rave about it and tell their friends. It's gonna be you know, it's going to get better and better over time, essentially. Whereas if you're Tony Robbins, it, it's not the long game. It's you could publish a book every year and it would just constantly do would buy it, whatever. Um, but the what I'm really trying to say is like, there's different, like you don't need a personal brand to do this, but you might want one if you want to be able to sell your book. Just think about like, how would you want to share your book? Like, I assume you want people to read it, right? How are they going to read it? You either need to build a personal brand and sell it on your own, or you can, I mean, you can, you can get word out there without necessarily having a personal brand, right? You can go to book fairs, you can set up tables, places, you can, um, there's all different ways you could spread the word about it that don't involve a personal brand, but like, it's going to take some legwork, work, right? Um, or you can traditionally publish and that can be more helpful for getting the word out. But those are just some of the things to keep in mind and see like different options for how you would want to spread the word, essentially. Um, so yeah, if you do desire to grow a brand on your own, have an audience, and it doesn't have to be like, like, let's say you're writing like a, some type of fiction book. Maybe your brand would be more like a blog where you're doing whatever your whatever it is, it could be a million different things and you advertise your book on your blog, right? It doesn't have to be a brand like mine where it's like, um, yeah, personal brandy and it's all about me and it's me teaching things and blah, blah, blah. It could be anything you want. Um, a platform essentially would be helpful though. So my biggest word of advice, if you do want to have a personal brand, um, people to buy the book from you, Start that process now, like while you're writing the book, before you even start the book, write right away, you want to start building your brand. You want to start growing your audience because it takes time. It takes time. And that can be something you do alongside writing the book so that when it's finished, you have people to sell it to. So there are a lot of people who write books and get them published and then nothing happens. Like, okay, you wrote this book, great. Hopefully it was like fun for you. But like, and I'm saying these people like, and I know these people personally who's like really aren't trying to sell their book. And like, that's fine if that's not what you desire, but be honest with yourself with what you want out of this. Um, it can be a passion project. It can be something that friends and family have. But if you want the world to read your book, be, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Decide what you're going to do. Like, how are you going to get this out there and decide now So that when you have all this, if you build a brand now, and then when you're launching your book, you can do like the big launch party and you can have this big celebration and you can have these people rallying around you to buy it um, at that time versus waiting down the road. So just something to think about there. Okay, so that brings me to um, my announcement for... My newest program that I'm so, so, so excited about, which is called Permission to Publish. So this is going to be a six month mastermind program for writers who are writing their books. We're gonna get together in a group coaching format. We're gonna have weekly calls. Um, So it's gonna be part training where I'm teaching on different topics, diving really deep into like strategies for book promotion, the self-publishing process, like walking you through it, um, a lot based on navigating fears. A lot about um, channeling your book through your intuition, connecting to your intuition and letting that fuel your creativity. So, so many things that we'll cover in this, growing your personal brand. um, Yeah, just like really setting up for success to write your book, not give up on yourself, stay accountable, build a team around you of like people who are also writing books who get it and you can support one another and celebrate one another have the guidance to create a marketing and and book launch plan for yourself for when you are ready to launch this thing, it's going to be absolutely epic. And I'm so excited to see who joins and what kind of books they're writing. It's going to be really, really, really good. So um, I will share some information for that. As I send out this replay, Like, it'll be in the email. It'll be in the links wherever you're watching this, just like check the links to learn more about that. But yeah, we're going to dive really, really deep and I'll walk you through the whole process. All right, guys, have a beautiful rest of your day and we will talk soon.